I was drifting away on life's pitiless sea when the angry waves threatened my ruin to be. When away at my side there I dimly described a stately old vessel and loudly I cried, Ship Well, once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Mon speaking, our program here called The Mariner's Call. What a blessing to be with you. By means of radio and the book of Proverbs, we're looking at a verse of Scripture here. At this time, wherever you're listening, morning, noon, or night, God bless you just for being there. Proverbs chapter 3, I'll be reading verse 24, and I'll be wishing for you sweet dreams. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 24, we say with our intro, uh, ship ahoy, yes, ahoy to you, wherever you're at. I'm just so glad that you're there. I say so many times, this is sort of the best thing I, I enjoy as far as the ministry is concerned. I do trips in some areas literally around the world. I really enjoy doing radio programming, though, and it's a blessing. I guess it's because... Maybe I can't see people to the point whereby I see their reactions concerning some things that we say. Nobody can shake their head, or if they would, I do not see it. Maybe the expression's on your face. I can't see you pucker up your lips when I say something, you know. So maybe it's just because I can't see the audience. But I do love the programming, radio programming, and I'm so glad that you're there. If you ever like to contact us, you can do so. If you have access to a computer, you can just... Flip that thing on and uh, put that keyboard out in front of you and just uh, put in F-O-M-M dot O-R-G. F-O-M-M, we're on the World Wide Web, www. All right, it's just F-O-M-M dot O-R-G, and that'll bring you directly to us. You can sort of view us, uh, see what we're all about. Uh, there's ways to correspond with us there. If you'd like to write to us, snail mail, I love getting mail. I love those envelopes. I like it when they come to the desk each day and say, here you go, preacher. And I enjoy reading mail. You can write to us at an address our announcer will give you as soon as our program is over here. The book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 3. I wish I had time to read some of the, the context here. It has to do with those who are adhering to the Word of God, those that are hiding the Word of God away in their heart, those who are taking God's knowledge, my friend, and living by it, making sure they don't depart uh, from uh, their eyes. And it says here, he gives a promise. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Boy, isn't that good? All right, when it's time to go to bed, when you lie down, you, have to be, you don't have to be afraid. You can lay down and your sleep can be sweet. We think about sweet dreams, and I do wish that for you. You know, have you ever thought about the subject? You ever thought about dreams? What, what, what a dream actually is? They say it's actually a story that a person watches or even takes part in while they are asleep. They seem to be so real at times, do they not? Some are pleasant, some are annoying. Some dreams can be just frightening. You ever had a what's called a bad dream like a nightmare? Usually they say most nightmares you dream of falling or running. 
I've dreamed also of losing my wallet, you know, or my wife losing her purse, but falling or running. You know, the evolutionists tell us something like this. They say, you dream of falling and running because, see, you're running from dinosaurs because you fell out of a tree. Your tail fell off. You know, we're talking about human beings. And uh, then now the dinosaurs are running after you because you're not in a tree anymore. And uh, what a joke. It doesn't even sound, you know, we think about something being realistic. Sometimes some of the things of science that just, it doesn't even make for good human reasoning. So, yes, everybody dreams, but only a few people can recall them. Some only remember some parts of a dream. Science tells us that they have a way of telling when a person dreams now. They cannot see the person's dream, but they can tell when the dream occurs. Your brain gives off an electrical wave. This can be read by a machine called A. Let's see if I can get it, an electroencephalograph. Wow. Most adults dream at least about an hour a night, and these dreams are divided between about three to five different dreams or three to five different stories. Sources of dreams. You said, where do, where do the world they come from? They say it's usually a product of the sleeper's mind. Most dreams relate to the events of the day, especially the end of the day. For that being true, I would not advise watching scary movies right before you go to bed. You said, what do you say? I don't advise you watching scary movies to begin with. I would advise you to take, and before you go to sleep, once you go to sleep, just reading. Reading something light. Hey, read something from the Word of God. You read from the Word of God. He said, when thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. You want to have sweet dreams? Go to sleep with the words of God in your mind. Sources of dreams, product of the sleeper's mind, once again. The events of the day, I've done that. I've even gone to sleep and dreamed about what I was reading about. I was telling folk the other day that I'm reading a book on pirates years and years ago. And uh, what I did, I dreamed about these pirates then, you know. So when it comes to uh, the source of dreams, the product of the sleeper's mind, yes, the events of the day, strong desires of a dreamer going all the way back, they say, to your, even your childhood. In the scripture, we see God using dreams as a means of communication. Let's talk about that just for a little bit at this time. Dreams and visions, strictly in the Old Testament now, because in the New Testament, we get all into the Pauline epistles. We get the book of Romans. We got God dealing with us now face to face. I have the Bible, complete canon of scripture. I open the Bible. I got the very mouth of God. I don't have to trust a dream. Uh, My friend, I don't have to trust the dreams and visions of other people. I can come straight to the mouth of God. But in the Old Testament, God spoke to his people through dreams. The first mention is in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 20, and here God's speaking to a lost, ungodly, heathen king. The man's name is Abimelech. You can read it yourself. Genesis chapter 20. What happens? Abraham and Sarah now are hidden south. They find themselves in a place called Gerar. They check into a motel. My friend, the the people around the land knows they're, they know they're in town. They watch them come to town. Here's Abraham with a beautiful woman. Abraham sits down to so there with his wife, and they're on the bed for a few minutes and said, honey, i tell you what we do. We're in, we're in the midst of, a heathen, midst of a heathen nation now, and what you've got to do, you've got to tell these people you're my sister. Do you understand? Door burst open. Abimelech's servant comes in, grabs Sarah, takes her to Abimelech. And my friend, that night, this wicked king, the Bible said he had a dream, and God spoke to him and said, you are but a dead man. 
you are a dead man. Abimelech said, what did I do? What did I do? And God said, you got a man's wife. You bring her back to Abraham. God spoke even to this wicked king through a dream. The second mention is in Genesis chapter 28. Here he appears to Jacob. He proceeds there to pass on the blessing of Abraham, Isaac, now to Jacob. And uh, Jacob's seed is going to be blessed as the dust of the earth. And God's going to spread him as far as the east is from the west, with the north, south, east, west. And he's laying on a rock. No wonder he's having his nightmare. It was not a nightmare. This was God speaking to him. The first escalator, by the way, he saw. Angels ascending and descending, my friend. And concerning this man, uh, by the name of Jacob, he himself uh, knows that he's met with God, and God has spoke to him through a dream, and the place now is Bethel. This happened to many in the Old Testament. We happened at, uh, God spoke to Laban the Syrian through a dream, to Joseph through a dream, Pharaoh through a dream, uh, Job and Solomon. Dreams and visions are closely related. God spoke to Isaiah and Jeremiah, Ezekiel and Daniel, Obadiah, Micah, Nahum, Habakkuk, Zechariah. God spoke to John in the New Testament through dreams, through dreams. It was God's way of communicating to other people. In the book of Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 23, I want to find this. Uh, dreams could also be a vehicle of evil. You said, what are you talking about? Uh, used to deceive people. A false prophet could say that he dreamed a dream. Of course, the devil could give him such. And he'd tell us to the people. In fact, let me read you the passage. Jeremiah chapter 23. I'm saying dreams could be a vehicle of evil where a false prophet. Well, let me just read the verse. Jeremiah 23, 25. I have heard what the prophet said, that prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. Oh, I'd be very careful for someone uh, of someone telling me I have I have had a dream, or I've seen a vision. When I was young in the Lord, I was in a church service one time, and somebody jumped up and said, Thus saith the Lord, God has revealed unto me so and so. Scared me to death, you know. And uh, what it was, it was something that was said that you weigh it out in light of the Scripture, and it was plumb silly. God said, Woe unto that prophet that said, I've dreamed a dream. You said, What's What's that? Dreams could come as a vehicle of evil, not only just God communicating to his people. God used sometimes dreams as a warning. Remember Joseph there when he found out his wife was pregnant or his, uh, this woman he loved was pregnant? And you know what the Jewish custom, the Jewish economy, what had to happen? And uh, the Bible says that God came to him in a dream and said, Joseph, don't you fear now to take this woman to be your wife because that is within her. My friend, we think about being conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. But God came to Joseph in a dream. And then later, God had him to dream, or God gave him a dream and said, you get out of town by sundown because the child's life is at stake. And of course, he had to head down to Egypt. And then even in Egypt, God spoke to his heart there. Uh, what is it? Matthew chapter 2 and said, Herod's dead now. Now you can go back. God spoke to Joseph in a dream, and these dreams were warnings. Remember Pilate's wife there in Matthew chapter 27? Jesus is before Pilate. Pilate's wife comes rushing in, and she said, Listen, you have nothing to do with this man. I had a dream, boy, and uh, so-and-so and such. And you remember the account, the occasion there. So sometimes God uses dreams as 
warnings connected with the second coming there. In the book of Joel, Joel chapter 2 and Acts chapter 27, it talks about old men dreaming dreams. That I could qualify there. But that has to do with after the tribulation period, the time of the millennium. And the reason you know that is because it says uh, the sun, my friend, and the moon was going to be affected as never before. You can read it yourself. People try to fit that into this age, and it's just plumb silly. That's that that's going to take place in the future. Read Revelation 5 through 19, and you can find that out for yourselves. No mention of dreams in the New Testament. Uh, as far as means of communication, God uses the word of God. How in the world would you interpret a dream? Well, Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 5.3, as we close, dreams come through a multitude of business. See, what you're most involved in, you'll probably dream about. My life was involved in the realm of fishing in the past. Do you know what I have dreams about? A lot of. Uh, commercial I've caught literally hundreds and thousands of pounds of seafood product. Hundreds and thousands and thousands of pounds. Sometimes I still dream of that, my friend. If I was a pilot, I'd probably... Uh, dream of of flying. You know, if I was a builder, probably dream about building, you know. Dreams come through a multitude of business. Can I control my dreams? Oh, yes, to a degree. What does your mind desire? You know why people have immoral dreams? Because that's what they desire. My friend, keep your mind on the word of God. God said, when thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. If you, my friend, put your mind on the word of God, go to sleep thinking about what God has done for you through his son, Jesus Christ. Outside influences affect my dreams? Oh, yes. Hence, I must make sure I stay with God's book. Thy sleep shall be sweet, sweet dreams to you, my dear friends. Until next week, Fisher Munn saying goodbye.